Welcome to another episode of Shop Talk Needed Conversations. I am your host, the Adrian Nikki Nicole. This week's episode is titled The 2020 Vision Goals, Dreams, Expectations, and Traditions. So, without further ado, let's head into it. Yo, happy, happy 2020, everyone. I hope everyone had a happy and safe celebration walking into 2020. I'm not one to go out on New Year's Eve just because it's just not for me. And yo, people are mad crazy as shit on here on like a daily basis. So it's just like heightened up on New Year's Eve, like people getting drunk and deciding to shoot their gun like whenever. So I try to stay in the house just because that's just for me. It's just not for me. But I do hope that everybody had a safe and blessed um, new year. Um, Y'all know I was on this rant about tradition and um, not wanting to do the traditional New Year's Day dinner um, as far as like eating greens and black eyed peas. Apparently that's a Southern thing, but then some people are like, nope, it's just an American thing. I don't know, but it's supposed to, you know, give you um, what? good health and wealth and um, blessings throughout the year. I also think that maybe you should probably pray to God and make sure that your um, relationship with God is intact for all that to really happen. But I digress. Um, I did eat. I'm not going to lie to nobody and say I didn't. I did. Number one, if I was hungry and I didn't cook. Um, so I had to go to somebody else and eat. But um, anyway, so I guess I won't be finding out if it's not true or not. <laughs> but follow through with that tradition for this year at least. So we'll kind of see. Um, I just felt like, shit, we've been eating black eyed peas and greens and cabbage and uh, shit, we broke in these parts. And so I'm trying to figure out like, what was the point of all this? But we have been blessed on, in so many other ways and so many capacities. So um grateful for all of that. So I'm grateful to see another year. I'm grateful for um, everyone in my family to see another year. 2019, I only lost one family member. And so um, that's, that's just an amazing thing because compared to so many other people that have lost so much and so many people in their lives. So be thankful and grateful for what you have, you guys. It is super important and just really and truly, um, just pray and thank God for life, you know? Anyways, I digress. <laughs> so this year, I actually brought the year in um, working on my vision board, like so much so that that's what I was doing when I heard fire shot, firecrackers. I didn't know if they was gunshots, y'all, I'm not going to lie, outside my window. So I um, heard all that. It was like 12.01 and I was like, oh, well, shit, I'm still working on this vision board. I was so engrossed into it and really focused. So it's been great. I actually had um, a girl I, um, I'm friends with on Facebook. Oh, you know, it's, it's hard to say that those are your friend, your actual friends because they're usually like people you went to high school with or they might be your family members or whatever, but you don't talk to them. Like if you see them out and about, y'all going to be in like an awkward situation or awkward conversation because y'all really don't talk. Anyway, it was this chick. Um, I went to high school with her. I do know that much. Um, she was older than me, so I don't think that I really had um, opportunities to really uh, converse with her during high school and I don't know. But anyway, she seems really, really cool, real down to earth and real sweet person, um, at least on Facebook. I don't know. She seems real transparent and real, like real, you know what I'm saying? Not like these fake hoes on there now. Anyway, um, she was actually mentioning 
an app that she was using for her vision board. So I reached out to her and asked her, you know, how, how the whole thing works and are you able to upload it, print it, you know, and all kind of things. Anyway, so it's called Pick Monkey. I'm going to leave it, um, some details in the um, description here so y'all can be able to definitely take a look at it. But it's Pick Monkey, P-I-C Monkey. Um, it's just an app that you download and you're able to create a vision board all from your phone. And it was pretty awesome. And um, I think I got a lot of information on there. I think that I can probably do a whole bunch of different vision boards and you can create a lot of content on there. So it was really great. Um, I enjoyed it because it helped me to not have to buy a whole bunch of magazines that I'm going to cut up or try to find magazines to cut up. So if y'all are interested and you do a vision board, yo, I feel like women do vision boards, but I never hear about a dude doing a vision board. Are y'all just not wanting to do it because it sounds girly? Or do y'all do it and y'all keep that shit like under the bed or in the closet somewhere and don't want to tell nobody what y'all doing? I wonder. Let me not lie. Actually, when I um, lived in Virginia, we did this, um, what was it? It was like this community service thing because we were doing a community service week um, at church and we went to this, um, it's like a safe house, I guess you could say, um, for like families of you know like I've, the 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 moms might have been in like domestic um abuse situations or they just like lost everything and they had to you know kind of rebuild they all had kids and stuff like that so we ended up doing vision boards with the moms and the kids and um the guys that um that came along to, you know as part of the community service I want to say they actually all put in uh did a vision board I don't know if they kept their vision board and took it home I don't know I just remember it specifically just because there was one dude that really caught my attention and he was the guy that actually put on the the event. Um, yeah, yeah, I told y'all I don't like nobody. That right there, though, that one right there. I don't know if he listening. I'm not going to say his name because, look, but anyway. But if that one, right, mm, that one right there, he can get it all day, every day. I'm talking about from my mind to the mental to the every Jesus, Jesus. I met that man at church, y'all. I met that man at church. But anyway, <clears throat> He did his vision board, I remember, because um, we were sitting next to each other or across from each other or whatever. So I do remember him doing one. So I just wonder if men actually do their vision boards and keep them and go back to them throughout the year and weeks or meditate on it or whatever. It's a question I'm going to have to try to figure out the answer to. But anyway, um, if y'all are interested, definitely go to PicMonkey and um, embark on y'all a vision board or whatever kind of content you want to create. It's really awesome. Um, but anyway, so I just um, really did just get so engrossed into doing my vision board and just, you know, you got to understand, you got to write the vision and make it plain. That's what that's what it say in the Bible. So um, it was realizing what or honing in on my dreams and my goals and my aspirations. Let me be real transparent for a moment. Not like I'm not ever real transparent because I probably am a little too transparent for some people's taste. I don't really give a damn, but that's just me. Um, over the last few years since becoming a mom or hell, even just becoming uh, pregnant and definitely um, since moving back to Texas, I have completely lost myself. Like I lost who Adrian was is or whatever 
And I actually had no goals over these last few years other than let me just be a sane mother to provide care for my child and raise him the way he needs to be raised. That's all I could ask for. Um, I would go to work just so I can work and get a paycheck. And that's never been my thing because anybody that know me, I quit a job in a quick second. If it's not something that I feel like I'm gaining something from. I'm not going to just work a job and be able to give all my all to someone and then not be able to gain something in return, whether that's knowledge or whether that's um, advancement or whatever the opportunities should present. Um, I want to be able to give, be able to give as well as give, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I want to be able to receive as well as give, should I say. So, um, but I was, I was working just to work to get a paycheck, um, these last few years, me being, especially me being back in Texas, baby, I stay in the house. I don't go nowhere. I mean, I go and do a few little things here and there. I might try to find a new little coffee shop, little new bookstore, um, new restaurant here and there, whatever the case is. But for the most part, I stay in the house. Um, probably because I'm not going to lie to nobody, y'all. I hate it here. <laughs> I moved out of Texas because I hated it here. I did not want to be here. Um, and I moved back to Texas because I was pregnant with my son and I wasn't not even wasn't sure I knew that at the time the father of my child was not trying to be there and be there for me I lost um I lost jobs because I was they found out I was pregnant because I was working in x-ray and so working in x-ray is kind of frowned upon for you to be pregnant um because that's a lot of uh radiology uh radiation and everything else going towards the baby so lost jobs um was going to lose my apartment, lost my car, lost everything that I had. So I felt like I didn't have a choice but to move back to Texas. But instead of me just moving back to Texas just for a short period of time to rebuild myself and move back, I got into the um, the the sense of, well, my family was just like, well, this is what you need to do. And you need to stay here. And you need to do this. And you don't need to be moving. And it was just like I've gotten into that spill of just being here for my family and for no other reason, because they're not willing to step out on faith and do whatever it is that they're wanting to, they've wanted to do in their life. And so I have really and truly just been here for them, not for myself. And I have hated it. Y'all, depression is real. I don't care what nobody say. Don't let nobody tell you different. Depression is real. Um, to be depressed and have a child, it is hard. It's hella hard. And so I have prayed, I pray every single day that the depression and the anxieties that I feel, Lord God, let that not uh, resonate onto my child. Let him to still be this happy child. Let him to, you know, never have to feel what I feel towards anything. And let me not be the parent that stops my child from the growth that they, that they want to have. You know what I'm saying? So it's been very hard to say the least. Um, I'm, I'm gonna put the disclaimer out here right now. I, this is a post and as of 2020, I don't really give a flying fuck if I hurt people's feelings, whether that be my family, whether that be my friends or fuck people that I don't know. I don't care. I have had so much depression and anger and anxiety built up in me for four years. I do not give a fuck about anybody else's feelings because no one has ever thought about my feelings and how I have really and truly wanted to live my life, how I wanted to raise my child. So um, my, my child's father don't even want me to tell him how I feel about anything because his response is, I mean, what do you expect? That's what you do as a parent. You need to suck that shit up and pray about it. <laughs> that, that's it. So this post, as well as every uh, every podcast from here on out, um, will definitely, definitely be um, 
something that may be offensive to people. I don't really care. Just to let y'all know in advance. I don't really want to. I'm not here for the bullshit. Don't call me with no shit. <laughs> no shit. So I'm just trying to let everybody know off top. Um, it's, it might offend some people. I really could care less. But anyway, I doubt it if, you know, most of my family is even listening to this right now. So who cares? But anyway, uh, like I said, I mean, over these last few years, it has been very hard for me. Um, I realized in um, just trying to clean my house out and declutter that my house and my life was that of what my family expected and what they wanted. Um I had so much shit in this house that I'm like, this ain't even something that I would have chosen to have in my house. It's stuff that people have given me because they're like, well, that's what you need. Okay, but that's not what I like. That's not what I want. Um, No one in my family, and I mean no one in my family, um, minus like two cousins, you know, um, actually knows me or has even taken the time to get to know me Um, before I was pregnant or even since. So it's very, um, it's very disheartening in a sense because I don't have anybody that really knows and understands who I am. So I feel like this podcast is a way for me to like let it all out and whatever. I mean, I have friends, um, that I talk to, not friends that I kick it with and stuff like that. Cause there's a difference. I'm not going to lie to nobody cause I don't have any friends like that. I have friends that I can talk to and confide in. But when it comes down to like friends that I'm finna just big kick it with like all the time and have have the time of my life with, I don't really have that per se. You know what I'm saying? And so that's not to offend none of y'all. I appreciate we can go out to dinner and things like that, go to brunch. That's cool. But as far as like me being able to let go and just be myself and go to the things that I want to go to, it's very far and few in between that I can that I can choose to go somewhere with. So that's probably another reason why I don't go anywhere. I just stay in the house and just chill by myself me and my child, you know, but I started to clean out my house and I started to declutter um, a lot of things. And then that's when I started thinking about dreams and goals. And um, I wondered, do, do our dreams and our goals stem from the thoughts and the expectations of others? Like, think about some of the things that you think that you want out of life or the things that you are you feel are expected of you and that you should have um are those things that you're actually wanting or are those things that you are expected to have like with with men men are expected to have uh to have a job that can um provide to be so they can be a provider that's just what that's just what the natural expectation is of a man or with the woman you are expected to know how to cook you're expected to know how to clean and things like that um i ain't trying to be funny but a lot of it's a lot of females out here and maybe this is just me maybe i'm sounding a little bitter i'm really not though y'all I promise i'm not but it's a lot of females out here that don't know how to cook nor clean and guess what they got a fucking husband the women that do know how to clean and cook they're they're single don't know if y'all know that. People that are motherly, those are the ones that, um, you know, tend to not have kids, um, tend to um, marry someone that doesn't have kids or doesn't want kids or whatever the case is. I mean, it could be the same where there's a paternal, there's a paternal instinct too. Don't think that, you know, men are not wanting to be fathers because there's a lot of these men that are out here wanting to be fathers or even if they have a child, they want more kids and they get with a chick that 
she does not have a motherly instinct in her body. And guess what? That's the dude. That's the chick that he going to be with, though. You know what I'm saying? And so it's it's there's so many expectations that we expect out of people um, just based off of gender. There's expectations that we expect out of people off of race and things like that. Um, black people are expected to have some rhythm. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of us that don't. I mean, not me, because I do. I think I do. I think I do. At least when I'm drinking. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I can't dance like, well, I, ain't, I, don't be, I don't be pussy popping and shit like that. But you know what I'm saying? I think I can dance. I got a little bit to be whatever. But um, it's just there's certain things that you're expected to do and expected to have as a part of being a part of this world. Whereas what about expectation being pushed to the push to the side and you know you actually striving to be what you're wanting to be? 2020 is all about self at this point. Everybody like in all honesty it seems like people are are becoming more selfish and that's a good thing. Like becoming who they want to become, not what people have expected them to become or what people have projected their thoughts of what they should be and things of that nature. And so, um, I mean, I encourage that fully. I mean, I have to encourage that onto myself first and foremost before I try to encourage it onto anyone else. But it's super important that you understand who self is and push everybody else's thoughts and expectations and what the traditions of what um, life should be like. Um, when you reach the age of 30, the pinnacle of age 30, you should have X, Y, and Z. You should have a career. You should be married. You should have 2.3 kids and whatever the fuck they say. All that is for the birds, yo. Like that's not a real expectation of life. Every person is different. One 30-year-old, that might be what they do. Like, let me be real honest. A 30-year-old white woman, yes, she's going to have two to three children. She's going to be married. She's going to own a house. If not, this will be the second home. And money in the bank, started what you drank. You know what I'm saying? That's just what a typical white woman is going to have. She's probably miserable or um, is making her life be as happy as she possibly can. Whereas a 30-year-old black woman, let me tell you what they are doing. Because I'm a little bit over 30, but I'm going to put myself in that same category. But 30-year-old black women are striving to have amazing careers. They're striving to become very much well-educated. I don't know if nobody knows, but the um, the top... Um, College educated group are black women. Young black women are doing the damn thing. Not because their families expected them to do that. Not because tradition showed that that's what you should do, but because that's what they have chosen to do. So continue on that path of choosing what you want out of your life and not what other people expect from you and not what tradition, quote unquote, should tell you what you should be doing. Break these fucking generational curses, whatever. Don't nobody care that that's not what your mom and them did. This what you finna do. Set the set the tone for something new and something bold, like for real. Um, so I have a couple of questions that I'm going to put out there. And I want y'all to ask yourselves these questions. Have a conversation with yourself first and foremost, because like I end every podcast saying to have a conversation with yourself. And I mean that, like sit down and have a conversation with yourself first before you try to converse with someone else, because you need to know what your answers are in response to certain things before you try to um, push push your um, your thoughts and ideals onto someone else. But let me just ask these simple questions. Why do you have the career that you have? 
Why do you work at the company that you work for? Why did you go to the school that you went to? And I'm not talking about high school, yo. I'm talking about like college, for real. Um, why did you not go off to college? Maybe you didn't even go for a particular reason. Why did you not go? Why did you rush to get married? Or why did you get married altogether? Why do we get married? Why do we feel like that's something that's needed for every single person? If you know that the person that you decided to marry is the person that's going to bring you down and he or she is not the person for you, why did you marry that person? Why do you want kids? Why do you have so many kids? (laughs) Why do you not have any kids? Do you even want kids? Why have you never taken that leap to fulfill your actual dreams? Why are you living the life that you actually live? Like, these are questions we really have to ask ourselves. And I'm going to answer the questions from for me. Why do I have the career that I have? Um, in all honesty, when I first got out of high school, um, I was over here with uh, around a whole bunch of uh, the girls that really wasn't doing shit. I'm not gonna lie to you. One of them was having a whole bunch of kids. She had had almost th- well, she had two kids by that time. By the time we were like um, our first year out of high school, she had already had her two kids, and she was um, pregnant with the third one. So. That doesn't really, like, say that that's what you should be doing in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, every person's different, but that's not what you should be doing in life. It's just popping out kids, you know? Um, But I was like, shoot, I had my own place. You know what I'm saying? I was going to work when I felt like going to work, then not realizing that, baby, you got to go to work to get a paycheck. But I was using all the PTO time, not realizing. PTO time is for when you want to take a vacation, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, live life. I didn't know that at 19. Um... But I started going to school, didn't want to do that. Um, just trying to, I was just trying to live life. Uh, my mom had mentioned to me to go to school, to at least go to trade school. And I was just like, nah, I won't do that. Um, I ended up doing that, <laughs> nonetheless, and um, fell in love with it. Um, I have enjoyed my career, and my career has taken me into teaching. And I didn't realize that I even wanted to become a teacher until the opportunity presented itself as just a substitute teacher um, in, you know, the the medical aspect of things. And that's what what my passion has always been is to teach because I like to teach and I like to talk. I don't know if you could tell just a little bit, but those are my passions. And that's what I've always just enjoyed doing. What I do for a living as far as working in a clinical setting is educate people all day, every day. You know, I'm talking to them about their, you know, what's going on in their health and what their health histories are and hey well you know if you do this you know this will kind of you know help out this situation and things of that nature so I became an educator in a clinical standpoint and so why not be able to move that into a classroom but um in a classroom for adults because me and kids I don't know if we could do it all day every day but I digress that's what has actually gotten me into my career that I have um I have actually moved finally moved back into the teaching aspect of things again and um so next or not next week week after next is when I'll fully get back in the classroom um again and so 
that has been my passion and my purpose um, of life, you know, is to educate and to teach and to talk. And so I'm super excited about that. But my career hasn't went in line with what other people have wanted me to do. My mom to this day wants me to become a nurse, but not not understanding what a nurse actually does or why I choose not to become a nurse. So many people become nurses because of the money. That's cool, but you need to have some type of empathy towards people and actually care about people. Because when you don't and all you want to do is just make that money, that's not, this is not the career field for you. But I digress for all the nurses out there, I commend you for going to school, even though a lot of y'all did really and truly just go to school for the money. And I hope that, you know, even though when you can put aside, put aside the money that you see if you're making a difference in someone's life. Because there are so many nurses that have failed patients and people and because they don't care. So that's just that's just me and my choices of why I've chosen not to go with that route of things. Um, um, I just want to go at it at, at an education standpoint. I've always wanted to do that. Um, I wanted to focus in on sex education and um, HIV awareness and STD awareness and things of that nature. That's just been what has been what I wanted to do. I actually wanted to become a sex therapist at one point in time just because I was so in love with sex. And I mean, not just having sex, but just talking about it and being about it. Maybe I love sex. Not so much anymore. That's just not my thing anymore. Maybe because sex is like bullshit because these niggas out here do not know what the fuck they're doing. Um, or maybe because the chicks that they done dealt with before gave them this false pretense that whatever they was doing they were doing a great job they were not and you're not sorry not sorry and so whenever I decline any offers trust and believe it's probably because you don't know what you're doing or I'm just not that interested sorry (laughs) so I'm good maybe it's been a long time since some great sex has been had for me I'm lying it's been a couple months but Take him out of the picture because he's not something that could be of a service to me. Um, it's been a hell of a long time. And so, yeah, I digress. Um, but yeah, that's the reason why I've chosen the career that I've chosen, not because of any expectations of me, but just of uh, opportunities that have been presented to me. Um, why did I go to school? Once again, that I went uh, I went to the school that I went to but based off of my mom and all honesty. Um, but it was, that was the, she was the, the, the original reason of why I went, but I chose it truly on my own. I, I feel like maybe why did I not go off to school? My parents and family, um, were not, you know, like, Hey, you need to go off to college type, type shit. And I actually didn't want to go to school here in Texas. I actually, from the age of 12, I wanted to go to Spelman college in Atlanta, Georgia. And um, my parents were like, nope, specific, more specifically, my mom was like, no, you're not going out of state to go to college. You know how much that costs? Well, no, I didn't because you could have told me that in seventh grade and then I wouldn't be sitting here trying to do that towards my 11th grade year trying to figure out why I can't go to school, you know, in another state. But, um, yeah, so they're, they're my reason why I didn't go off to college, but still I didn't know, you know, I don't think that like my, my, my siblings didn't go off to school to where we knew what, what you do, what to, what it takes for you to apply and, um, 
you know, get your financial aid and actually like do all the things that you're needing to do to go off to school. I didn't know what to do. So I commend all of these um, millennials because I don't consider myself a millennial, but all these millennials that actually have went off to school or went to school um, because you guys have had um, a better opportunity to have people that actually were in place to help you and guide you into that direction. Um, definitely here in the South, um, or especially here in Texas, I think while I was in Virginia, I seen that that was just like natural, a natural progression was for you to go off to college um, from high school. But I think that they have more uh, college prep classes or people from the, from the colleges and universities to really truly um, push forward so that you can naturally progress into coming um, to school. And so I, I commend that and I definitely want to make sure that that's something that I do for my child. His dad graduated from an HBCU and um, might have went off to school. Well, he went to school right after high school and then he took a break for some issues and then went back to school. And I, I commend him for that. You know, you have a conversation with him. It's a little different, but <laughs> Can't tell that you went out to college, but um, yeah, I digress. I still, I still commend him, and the fact that you know, to to know that he did go to an HBCU is super great, and so to have that, to instill that type of um, knowledge or educational base for my son, for him to see that, I think is a really great thing. But because the mama didn't do that, but the mama was doing the damn thing anyway. Boom. Um, <laughs> so. I'm not married, so I'm not rushed to get married. I'm gonna, I've, I've said this before. Had I've gotten married um, all the times that I thought that I was ready, I would so be divorced by now, like twice. <laughs> because I've not been ready for that. That's not something that I feel like I'm, want, I'm wanting. I wanted at the time. Like now, do I feel like I'm ready to get married? Mm, that's real iffy, y'all, because I feel like there's a part of me that wants to get married because I need to have the stability of a family in place with my child because I'm tired. <laughs> Being a single mom in her 30s, I'm tired to do it by myself. But then there's, so there's that companionship that I want to have. But I'm going to be real honest with y'all, I just want a best friend like I can kick it with. Um, and that's it. I'm not really necessarily wanting to be married and like do all of that just yet. I mean, if it comes, it comes, but um, I'm not rushing to get married. Me and my brother actually had told my, my mom um, and my stepdad some years ago that, um, this is before my brother got married, that maybe we should go ahead, we should have just went on and got married and got our first marriage out the way because the second marriage just seemed to work. Um, and that's just because my mom and my dad, uh, their marriage together didn't work. They were married for a few years, and then their second marriages have been 30-plus years. So it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so maybe we should just focus on that second marriage. Um, so I've, 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 I've still felt that way, so I'm like, maybe I should just went on and got married to somebody, one of these niggas that, that proposed. Nah. Nah. Nah, I shouldn't have. Um, <laughs> there's reasons why I really and truly didn't, but... Um, yeah, so anyway, so that's the reason why I've not actually got married, just because I know that that's not something that I needed to do. Um, I wasn't in the mental state to where I wanted that. Um, I was living life. There was a point in my life when I was, you know, 20, 21 years old, and I was so gung-ho about getting married to that specific person, and I loved that fool, and I still love him to this day, and I do feel like that is my husband. Uh, when it's all said and done, he is not in a place of... Um, 
let's get married type shit. We talk about it. We talked about it. He was like, that's not something I'm trying to do, whatever. And I, and I respect that. And so because I respect that and I know that that's the only person that I have really and truly considered like being, being honest and upfront. That is the only person I've considered getting married to where all the other ones, I probably, I probably just, you know, fed y'all whatever the lies that y'all wanted to hear. Um, sorry, not really, <laughs> but niggas do it. Why can't I do it? I'm like Summer Walker. Um, but, um, that was the only person that I really truly felt like I would have married. And, um, but I do feel like we probably would have been separated for some time and then got back together or whatever. I don't know. But um, that's probably why I'm not married. It's because that's the only, it's only been one person that I really, really and truly would have married. Um, <clears throat> because I'm not going to marry somebody that's not prepared and not ready for that. I don't do unavailable men. Apparently I date a lot of them, but I know that I'm not going to marry one of these motherfuckers. I don't know if y'all listened to the last podcast about unavailable men, but I'm not going to marry an unavailable man. And more importantly, I'm not going to know, knowing that I was unavailable, um, I'm not going to, you know, get married to somebody or offer myself an, uh, up on marriage knowing that I'm not available. So that's just me. Um, it's a lot of people that get married because they feel like that's what they're supposed to do. That's what you need to do and things of that nature. That's that's on you, boo. If you know that's not the person that God has really and truly um, put, put you to be with, don't do it just because that's what you want. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what a lot of people do. And then they're trying to figure out why they're struggling and why things aren't going the way they want it to go and they're not having the life that they want to live because you're married to a person that you're not supposed to be married to. God didn't ask you to marry that person. God did not give that person to you. He specifically probably told you or at least had someone else tell you that that's not who you should marry and then you went on and did it anyway. Um, People are married for whatever reasons, but I digress. I'm not going to do it. There's a lot of people that's out here divorced too. Um, all because you finally like woke up and you're like, aha, I probably should not have married this motherfucker. Um, yeah, so I'm not married because I know that I wasn't available and I know that he wasn't available. And like I say, now let me tell y'all this right now, at, at, at the ripe age of 36, he's 35 though. Let him knock on this door right now, like at this exact moment and say, Adrian, Let's do this. It's 2020. We've been playing long enough. Let's go on and get married. Bitch, what? I'm finna... What? Y'all don't understand. I got like a... I don't know. I don't even know if I got a white anything in the in the, in the um, closet in there. I'm finna grab something, though. I'm finna grab something. We finna stop at the store and get a veil. We finna go get... What? We finna get married, nigga. Like, let him knock on this door right now. He not. But I'm just saying, if he did, I would be missus. Understand? I would be a missus. <laughs> but anyway, um, why do you want kids? Why did you have so many kids? Why don't you want kids? I'm going to be real honest with you. Selfishly, I did not want um, kids. I had also been told that I couldn't have kids. And so in my mind, I, I held on to that and was okay with that and was living my life uh, fully so that I didn't, you know, I wasn't I wasn't ready to have kids. I was in a selfish mode, uh, selfish mindset to where it's like, I'm not ready to like give my all to, to a little being because you have to give everything. And so my pregnancy was not intentional on my end. It was intentional for God, but it wasn't intentional on mine. That wasn't my plan. But, um, I wouldn't change a thing. I'm be real honest with you. I mean, I'm tired on most days and it is stressful being a single mom, um, no doubt, but I wouldn't change a thing. I am so grateful to see his face um, 
to hear his voice and to like hear I mean he is an amazing amazing young boy and so I'm so grateful that God did see fit for me to become a mother to him um but no that's not something that I had actually expected to to have and I feel like a lot of times people feel like when you reach yo oh you're already 25 you don't have no kids and oh you 30 you don't have no kids I mean y'all I cried on my 30th birthday because I wasn't married I didn't have any kids and then I woke the fuck up and was like guess what though it doesn't even matter like who are these motherfuckers that's finna take care of these kids? <laughs> like, what money are y'all putting in into my household? You know, like, what are y'all watching said kid that y'all want me to have? Like, go somewhere with that. Um, but it did. It took me a minute to realize that I not didn't necessarily not want kids, but I wasn't ready. But at this time, I mean, yes, I'm grateful. Um, there's a lot of people. The people are waiting a lot longer. Like I said before, black women are some of the most or are the most successful group of people out there um especially in our 30s and going into our 40s and so being so successful and being so very well educated and career driven and focused um we are truly waiting um long, you know later in life to have kids and so um that's just what it is I and mean, so some people are still focused on trying to hurry up and have a kid but it's like but why are you wanting to have a child what is the point what do you what is your reason is God telling you that you're needing to have a kid because that kid is going to be something spectacular something significant or or you just want to have a kid because that's what's expected of you because you're married or that's what's expected of you because you're a woman or that's what is expected of you because your 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 dad has 17 fat thousand kids so you should just have kids that's what you're supposed to do like what is the reason that you're wanting to have kids is it just simply because you're wanting to have your your legacy to continue on like know why you want to have kids don't just have kids just because or don't be trying to have kids just because you think that's what you're supposed to do like know why um I don't feel like I um didn't take the leap to fulfill my actual dreams if anybody ever knew me um they knew that I always talked about moving to Virginia don't know why Y'all, I really don't know why. And it's been real heavy on me, especially over the last six months to a year, probably a little bit longer. Probably this whole time I've been in Texas. I don't know. Especially ever since I had the child. Um, a bit about me moving back to Virginia, um, because I'm not happy um living back in Texas. I am content. Let me say that. Um, I'm content about living where exactly I live because, I, you know, I found so many great things that are here, and that's great. I don't really have friends here to kick it with because I'm not trying to I – don't, I don't feel like I have to always drive 45 minutes to an hour away because I don't drive uh, to go kick it with friends as opposed to being able to hang out with people that live in my neighborhood. Um, so I don't really have friends that that live around me. So I don't really get just get to just go and do a lot of stuff. I'm tired of doing shit by myself. I've been doing shit by myself since like forever. Y'all think I was an only child the way I do shit by myself. <laughs> like go to the movies by yourself. Go out to eat by yourself. Go to a concert by yourself. Go to whatever event. I'm tired of that shit. Like for real, y'all. And I think that what happened when I moved to Virginia, it was like I became, I was free. I felt free and I was able to make a lot of friends and, but I was specific with my friends or intentional with my friends, the friendships that I, 
um, embarked on. And so the people that I actually hung out with were people that were um, open and willing to do do the things that I that I wanted to do. So if I wanted to go to a poetry reading, there were two or three people that I knew I can call on for that. Um, if I wanted to go to the museum because they had a new exhibit, you know, I knew I can call on two or three people that I can do for that. Um, and so on and so forth, you know, the different things that I wanted to do. And that's what I did. You know, I had people that I went out with. If I met a guy and I told a guy, this is the stuff that I like to do, and he wasn't willing to go do that, guess what? Deuces, you know what I'm saying? I went on about my business. Um, I just, you know, I, I lived lived life for that for that one year. That one year made a big difference and an impact on my life. And um, I don't regret it. I loved it. I loved every moment. I lost a lot in the end. Um, all because I feel like that's God's way of saying, are you ready to like, if I throw out, if I throw some stuff at you, are you, are, are you able to take it? Um, and I feel like I wasn't ready to, I didn't know how to take it. Cause I didn't know how to, how to, I didn't know how to accept it. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I ran back home <laughs> to say the least. I ran back home. And so, um, here I am miserable, like, damn, okay, well, Lord, can I just go back and try it again? I don't know. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what, what manifests from, from here on out of where uh, God takes me and my child, and we'll see what goes from there. Um, but why am I living the life that I live? Um, up until probably the last couple of weeks, honestly, the life that I live is for my family. Like, they're the reason that, you know, my child has all these damn toys. Um, because I'm, I just, I don't like clutter, y'all. I really don't. I'm very clean line. My house has not felt like my house, like ever. Um, but I do the things for everyone else and not do things for myself. Um, so it's been trying to live the life that I want to live and the the life that I have always seen for myself and, um, all of that. You know, some people are like, oh, you should buy a house. Um, that ain't, that ain't been my thing. You know what I'm saying? That's not something that I want to do. And if I'm going to buy a house, the houses that I like are not something that are, built here you know so I'm an east coast type girl like in my mind um I've always been that I love New York I love um DC and Maryland and Virginia and I love all of it because of the the structures of the house the history of everything and all that there we don't have that here so I digress that's just not something that I'm I'm not living my full potential life here if you you get what I'm trying to say um but yeah I just um we're in a whole nother year so I just, I mean, I just really been thinking about like my goals and, and, and things of that nature. Um, I remember, um, I was once in a relationship with this fine ass dude, y'all. He was fine as shit. At least he was to me. And apparently I told him that all the time. Cause I told, he said, I never told him he was smart, but I told him he, that he looked good. I was like, but <laughs> cause you look damn good. But anyway, dude was fine as shit. But um, he actually never had any goals, not a one. The only goal, I'm lying, the only goal he had in life was to make it in the NFL. And that didn't actually pan out. <laughs> so um, he decided to try to focus on being a D-boy and a rapper. Okay, So that didn't pan out either, number one, because... He was not a good rapper and still isn't, but he thinks he is. But that's cool. That's neither here nor there. Maybe your wife 
you know, supports you and says, hey, you are doing an amazing job because you wrote a song for me. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, y'all not going to hear from him like that. Well, then at the same time, it's a lot of these rappers out nowadays that can't rap either. So you might actually hear from him. He might try to make it one day. Who knows? You should give up on that dream a little bit because when you start going into your 30s, going into 40, I mean, as long, long as you're you working somewhere else, you should be good to go, though. Sorry, y'all. I just started hearing people's alarms go off, so I had to kind of pause and um, get that adjusted first. <laughs> Anyways, like I said, um, I mean, as long as he's working somewhere else, I guess that's all that matters. I think he got a real job now. Who knows? He didn't have a job when we were together. That was some years ago. I digress. But anyway, so what I was wanting to say about that was um, he didn't have any goals, and we sat down and talked one day and um, about the goals that he did not have and if he even knew what goals were and he admitted that he didn't even know what a goal was and he said I you know never thought about that and thought about having to be anything else other than a football player and so he's like that's just that wasn't something that I was taught or something that was even brought to my attention and so that was a an issue you know for me because I'm just like okay well then damn what are we doing like you know or do we have do we have anything in common as far as like what we, what, how we see our future or anything else in that nature. Everything is fun and cool and everything right now. I'm, you know, I love this dude for all the things that I'm able to do, all the things that, um, you know, we we do together and experiences and things of that nature. But what's going to happen later on in life? You know what I'm saying? Like if we were to get married and have kids, come to find out he was just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I ain't really thinking about getting married. I ain't thinking about having kids. That was then, and then, like, nine months later, this nigga called me talking about, well, you got a baby on the way, and I don't even think it was nine months, probably it's three months. Anyway, um, I digress. But anyway, so I guess he had actually mentioned the conversation to his mom or something, and his mom actually came came over because she would do that all the time, and she, uh, you know, sat there and talked to me, and she was just like, um... She said, um, I blame myself and his father. We never taught him what goals were and to even strive for anything else other than uh, playing football. And she said that we failed him as a man. And and she said, and baby girl, you deserve a man. And my son is not that for you right now. And I mean, I respected, you know, her coming to me as that. I mean, I don't think it was necessary, but... I respect that. Um, I think that the conversation that she probably should have had was more so to her son and say, hey, let's sit down. I know we missed out on some things on telling you what goals were, but let's talk about them now. (laughs) You know, that should have been the conversation that she needed to have as opposed to coming to the girlfriend, soon to be ex-girlfriend on, you know, apologizing for her son. That's not the way, the the way that we needed to go, but I digress. Um, She wasn't the first... (sighs) She wasn't even the first or the only mom that actually told me that her son wasn't for me. I had somebody else's mom tell me that their son that I deserved better than their son because I was such an amazing girl. And she was like, you deserve so much more than what my son has to offer. Don't settle for him. His best friend also told me that, too. It's crazy. You have to listen to people when they tell you about people. <laughs> you really got to pay attention to that. But 
I digress. It's just been, it's been crazy, but goals are really important. And some people really and truly don't have them. And it's, it's crazy. Um, I know for me, so for my vision board, um, I'm gonna just explain to y'all a little bit of what's on there. Um, if you follow me on any social media site, I will um, start posting a little bit of it or, you know, explaining a little bit of what's going on as far as my vision goes um, on both um, Facebook and Instagram. And that's going to be on the Shop Talk as well as my personal um, social media sites. Anyway, so I have, you know, you want to pick a word for the year. That's a word that you want to meditate on and manifest throughout your, your life, especially if throughout that year. And I actually chose two words, those words being stability and consistency. Um, stability stem from me filling out this application for me to teach at the school I'm teaching at. And um, you have to write out or, you know, put in all jobs that you've held within the last 10 years. And y'all. It was a very disheartening to see that I have held so many jobs for just short amount of times. And then when I got to the 10 year mark, that's when the stability was there. Like I was at a I was at a company that I was stable in. And I'm gonna be real honest with you, my mom made me feel like I didn't need to be at that company because I wasn't getting all that I needed to get from them, but I loved it there. And ever since I left that job, I haven't been stable or consistent in any job since. Um, I'll stay somewhere maybe a year, maybe nine months, whatever, and I would just move around a lot over the last 10 years. So it's kind of, you know, sad. And I was like, damn, I need to, like, become stable. Like, what the hell? You know, because <laughs> that looks very, it looks it looks a little, a little strange. But then also, you know, you go back and look at all the places that you've lived in the last 10 years, and that's been kind of flip-flop as well. Um, but that's just that um, instability and really the unavailability on my part of things. And so um, looking at all that, so I definitely wanted to become more stable, want to become more stable and consistent um, in the things that I do in life. A couple other things that I put on my uh, vision board is intentional dating. I think that that's super important because I tend to date, if you want to call it that, because sometimes just because a dude um, take you on one date and then y'all just kick it like for real from there on out that's not dating i don't know what the fuck that's called but that needs to call stop um just stop doing that shit like just because you take me out one time does not indicate that you're gonna always just be able to come out my house it's not what we finna do it's not how it's gonna pop off you gotta continue that but anyway um intentional dating if it's not something that's gonna um progress into marriage then why are we doing it what's the point um, we too fucking old for this <laughs> you know and so i'm not with the like fuck buddy type shit and um, I think I hurt somebody's feelings, you know, as the year ended because I'm not trying to like bring in the new year of fucking you or making love in your sense, but that's not what the fuck we were gonna be doing. Um, but I'm not about to do that. Like, that's just not, that's not in me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been there, done that, boo. Um, that's not for me. And so I'm sorry, not sorry, but um, yeah. So um, I'm just, that's, this is not my thing. And so I think that, you know, <laughs> Number one of all, it's just like I'm not into sex like that. And sex has not been great for me in such a long time, like I've said before. So it's like, what is it? Why are we just going to be like, you're not going to just be that for me. So it needs to be intentional. Like if you're not willing to like take me out and do play, go places and do things, then we good. You know what I'm saying? You don't even need to call me. We don't need to have a conversation. And you can listen to my podcast and that's going to be your conversation. How about that? Um, but intentional dating is something that is definitely on 
the vision board, time management. Y'all, I can't be on time for shit. So it is important that I work on my time management skills, learning to be on time, learning to be early to everything. And not just like, oh yeah, here and there for certain situations. No, like really and truly like honing in on my time management skills. That is super important uh, for so many reasons. Reading more, um, reading more books. It's, um, it's important for me because I realized with cleaning and decluttering, that I have a lot of books that I have started reading and I've stopped for whatever reason, like I got sidetracked or whatever. So I am making a point to pull all of them forward. They're sitting um, on a bookshelf close by uh, my mantle so that way I can see them because I need to pick those books up and finish them. I need to finish the books that I've already started before I decide to start on any other new books. So that is the goal for me is to read more, but definitely finish books that I've actually started. And in turn, um, reading those books will help me to um, find my uh, writing style. So therefore I can start writing my book because that's one of the biggest things that I need to do because I have procrastinated enough. Yo, if y'all think that my podcast is... um, wild imagine what I'm getting ready to write um I want to start blogging too because that'll kind of help me to do like little basic writing things before I put it into a full book so that's the the um the goals of uh 2020 definitely um also practice practicing self-care like I want to do yoga I never did that before I feel like it'll like relieve some stress and all that and plus you know your body is you know being all stretched out and everything so I want to do that definitely and then definitely drinking more water drinking more water staying hydrated it's gonna help in so many aspects helps with your hair growth it helps with um your skin being flawless helps with digestion it helps with just overall health so definitely increasing my water intake traveling yo y'all I have not traveled anywhere since I've been back I'm lying. Um, I went to went on a cruise this uh, past summer. Um, I think I tried to push it, put it out of my mind. It was our first family trip. Um, I hated it, not because of the family. It was just because I didn't get to enjoy myself at all. I was on a cruise and never got to do anything um, other than the Dr. Seuss stuff because I was on the cruise with my with my son and he didn't want to really go to the daycare thing. So I really didn't get to enjoy myself. So I hated that. I mean, I hated it with a passion. Y'all, that was like the worst trip ever in life for me. Um, I would never do that again. I don't know if I even like cruises or if I just didn't like that type of thing. I don't know. But I hated it with a passion and um I just, I I cried. I spent one whole day on that cruise ship crying because I was so miserable. And I was like, I was already fucking depressed before. And this just made it that much worse. I hated it with a passion. And I just, I feel like I, I was like, I took off work for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just upset in so many ways. Um, I hated it. So I guess I think I tried to block that out of my mind that I haven't traveled anywhere because that was horrible. I didn't even get to buy my own clothes. My mom was like buying my clothes. She was like, oh, you should wear this, this, and this. And I was like, I don't even like that shit. Like, I didn't get to pick out my own clothes to wear on the on the trip. I didn't get to, like, I don't know, nothing. Nothing went the way that I would have wanted it to go to take a cruise or take a trip. And so I hated it with a passion. And so I would never do that again, ever. I don't think I want to go on a cruise again. Um, that shit wasn't for me. I don't think that um, I'm, I'm not taking a trip. As a single parent, I'm not taking a trip like that with my with my child ever. 
Uh, we'll go somewhere, but I'm going to have to have help. Like, I have to have help. It is so bothersome because I don't get to go and do a lot of things. Like, I don't take him a lot of places now because it is always just me by myself. I don't have anybody to help me, like, run after him and help me with pushing the stroller and shit like that. So, I hate it. And I think that's probably why I've really been considering moving back to... Um, the DMV area just so that at least his dad can be there. I'm like, why don't you take him for a couple of days out of the week? Whatever, because it's, it's horrible, y'all. I hate it. I hate being a single parent and not being able to do things because I have nobody here. Like, I don't have, like... um uh, like siblings that like, oh yeah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Hey, no, I don't do that. So everybody got their own shit or whatever. So fuck it. Anyway, so I hated that. So I got to take some trips so I can actually have some peace of mind, if you will. So that's definitely on the agenda to travel somewhere, at least twice this year. Um, journaling, just getting all this frustration out. Um, learning a new skill. I want to actually learn how to uh, do calligraphy. So if you don't know what that is, look it up. Um, but I definitely want to learn that. I think that'll be really cool. Um, just because I like words. And so I think that'll be really cool. Um, working on my money, child. Like stacking this money up, investing in money, uh, investing, investing my money, saving money, credit repair, just all of that. You know, definitely getting that together. Um, one of the biggest things, of course, is um, doing my podcast and blogging and just branding myself properly. And so there may be some rebranding um, here soon. I really feel like it's going to be soon. So be prepared for that. So I'm thinking like probably next month or definitely before the spring hits, um, there's going to be some rebranding for this podcast as well as uh, just for myself because I am trying to grow and do things. This is like a the all this is brand new for me. So I'm trying to see how it kind of works. And so rebranding and restructuring is definitely something that's going to come into play, I think, probably within the next month or so. So definitely be expecting that. Um soon um there's other things that i'm manifesting on that are on my vision board um so i'm definitely you know praying on those and things of that nature so we'll see if i actually talk about those um probably not anytime soon i'm just gonna kind of keep those to myself as i pray on them fast and all that and hope for the best um <laughs> but anyway um i hope you guys have um enjoyed our conversation today we have talked about a lot of stuff and really truly setting forth um, some goals and some dreams um understanding that you don't have to do what is expected of you or what people feel like they have to provoke onto you as far as their thoughts and opinions but just really truly living for you um make sure that you like really and truly take heed and understand what it is what goals that you that you have for yourself not what goals are expected out of you um why are you wanting to have those goals like you know saying don't just say oh I want to do xyz okay but why like what is the reason for it like let's say if you feel like I want a new car okay why do you want a new car like what's the purpose of that okay maybe because your car is like breaking down and you need it um or maybe because you know you know that you're going to be driving more or whatever I don't know but really know why you're setting these goals don't just set them just because it sounds good don't do that um like, you know, I said, I'm not trying to just get married just because I want to, like, want to be married. Like, right now, I'd be like, damn, I do need some help with this child of mine. But, I mean, I don't necessarily want to be married. I just want a best friend I can kick it with. You know what I'm saying? Like, on a regular basis. And if we could have bomb-ass sex, too, that would be great. Just saying. Um, that would be absolutely amazing right now. But anyway. Um, but, yeah, just definitely make sure that you are... 
paying attention to your goals and set them, get them, get it all out there right now so you can know what's ahead um, over the next year. But definitely, you know, reevaluate them every every month, every three months, whatever the case is. So um, pay attention to all that. So with all that being said, um, we are coming to a close with this podcast. This is our first one for the new year. I hope y'all have an amazing 2020. I hope your goals and dreams are achieved and more. Um, I hope that you are filled with so much abundance and increase in your life. Um, y'all, this is a selfish year, but take care of self is super important. Like for real, um, you want to know what's sexy? Having deep conversations with dope people. So until next week, y'all be sure to have a conversation with yourself and be sure to unplug and engage in conversation with someone else. You never know what you could gain. Please be sure to subscribe, listen, rate, and review this podcast. And oh yeah, make sure you tell a friend, tell some family, tell them to tell a friend and their friends to tell a friend and their friend to tell their family, whatever the case may be, to come take a listen. I appreciate it to the fullest. And with that, I'm out, y'all.